How's it going, Cowboys Nation? This is John Williams, the host here of Inside the Cowboys, and today we're going to continue our positional preview and talk about the offensive line. It's a position group that has some of the best depth that you'll see in the NFL. Uh, too deep, they're they're incredible. They've got two, you know nine guys that could probably start on uh, other NFL offensive lines. Uh, but let's first spend this first segment uh, talking about the. Uh, starting group and we'll start with left tackle Tyron Smith you know Tyron Smith has been a player that struggled with some injuries over the last several years but as I've said in the past he's a guy that you'd rather have for 13 games than not have at all Uh, yeah he might be struggling with some back issues um, as he has the past previous seasons Um, but if you still have him for you know, 75% or more of your games in an NFL season, he's definitely worth that value on his contract. He's still one of the, um, you know, premier left tackles in the NFL, even if he's been slowed by injuries over the last several years. He's still an athletic player. He's still strong. He's still physical. He can still deal with some of the better pass rushers on that left side. And he's a guy that you want protecting Dak Prescott's blind side. Um, and so I think, you know, yeah, he's going to slow down as, as he approaches 30 years old and he's going to start losing some of that athleticism and quickness that have made him so good. Um, but again, he's still really, really good player. He still has a good, strong technique. Um, and I think he'll benefit from going, you know, back to Mark Colombo, who's a Frank Pollock slash Bill Callahan uh, disciple. Um it's going to allow him to do the things that he's more comfortable with and more accustomed to as far as technique goes, as opposed to what Paul Alexander was trying to get these guys doing last year that just didn't seem to work. Uh, it just wasn't a good fit. Uh, but Tyron Smith, you know, kind of anchoring that left side, um, you know, sets up really, really nicely for Connor Williams, who's going to be playing left guard again this year. Uh, Connor Williams kind of struggled the first half of his rookie season, just wasn't really ready for that strength on the interior, Uh, was getting pushed back on several occasions and several games by different defensive tackles. Um, But I think, you know, we saw in the second half after he came back from injury that he was a player that was much more adjusted uh, to the physicality of the NFL, and he played much better. Yeah, he was still giving up some pressures and some sacks, but he was holding his own even against guys like Aaron Donald in in the playoff game against the Rams. Um, you know, yes, he still has some things to work on, but it looks like over the offseason he's added a lot of strength. He's added good size, um, and he's upward, you know, over 300 pounds. They're saying close to 320 pounds now. Um, and with a full offseason of work uh, with the, you know, Tyron Smith and with Travis Frederick, um, he's going to be a much better player going into 2019. And um, what you really, really like about what Connor Williams brings to the table is that he's another uh, physical, athletic guy. Uh, that can get out on the perimeter and pull um, and, and help pave the way for the running backs on the outside. Um, he's going to use his athleticism to to help you know manage those defensive tackles on the inside. And now with having played against Aaron Donald um, and Jaron Reed from Seattle in the playoffs, he, he's played against two of the better defensive tackles in the NFL in those two guys. He got to see Fletcher Cox in certain games last year against the Philadelphia Eagles. And so you know, once you've played against those those guys, you've seen the very best um, that you know the the three technique position can offer in the NFL. And so, coming into a second season, I, w- I and many others are expecting big things from Connor Williams because you know he's kind of gotten that kind of rookie shock out of the way that um, a lot of offensive linemen can deal with. Now he was playing undersized as a guard. You know, he played left tackle um, at Texas, and he was an All American there. Um, and so, you know, getting a year under his belt 
<clears throat> getting a chance to um, kind of get a better feel for that physicality and see the game a little bit differently while he sat out due to injury, uh, I think is just going to help him to provide you know much better protection for Dak Prescott um, on the interior. Having Travis Frederick back next to him is going to help with, a lot with some of the communication issues that they were having on stunts uh, during the season last year. And it's just another player that um, who knows his job really, really well, who is going to help set protections really well, is going to help Connor Williams to uh, just kind of see what the defense is trying to do in front of him. Um, and then that brings us to Travis Frederick. Travis Frederick is coming back from Guillain-Barre disease um, or syndrome, and you know that, that's going to mess with your nervous system a little bit, the peripheral nervous system, like in your fingers and your in your toes, your hands, uh, and your legs. Um, but it seems like all you know, all of his strength is back. But what is this feeling like? It's going to be is going to be the big question. And he's got going to have an adjustment period um, and getting back into kind of NFL shape after taking the last year off. But I'd imagine that by week one of the NFL season, he'll be a player that's ready to go. You know he knows the game. You're not going to have to worry about that aspect of the of Travis Frederick's game. Um, you're just going to be worried about the physical aspect of it. You know he's um, you know still working back in. You know he's having a little. Um, kind of adjustment period this training camp um but again i think we're going to see still a really good travis frederick even if he's not kind of the all pro player that he was two years ago um he's still got that pro bowl potential and so he's going to be one of the better centers in the nfl and he's still going to be an upgrade from joe looney even if he is only at 75 80 percent of what he was in the past joe looney was a good player last year um but it's a significant drop off from travis frederick to joe looney um, and then let's talk about you know Travis Frederick's running buddy Zach Martin over there at right guard. You know right you know Zach Martin finally missed a game last year because of injury. It was the first time he'd he'd done so since 2014. Um, and when Zach Martin wasn't in the game, the Cowboys did okay. But you know that's that's a huge presence that's missing on the on the offensive line. Um, Zach Martin's one of the best players in the NFL, regardless of position. Um, let alone playing at right guard. He's just, you know, a beast over there. He's got great athleticism, great strength. Um, He just knows the game inside and out. And he's a big reason why the Dallas Cowboys have been so effective in running the ball over the last several years, especially up the middle. Um, And so you look at that interior and you got, you know, Zach Martin, all pro, um, pro bowl player every year he's been in the league. Uh, You got Travis Frederick, all pro. And you got Connor Williams that is you know, looking to, to trend upward and, and continue his progression in his second season. And I think that that interior sets up really, really well for the Dallas Cowboys and for Dak Prescott. And is one of the reasons you're, you should feel optimistic about Dak Prescott going into 2019. Part of the reason Dak was having some struggles last year is because the front of the pocket just wasn't as secure as it had been in, in years past. You know, with Joe Looney and Connor Williams playing that center and left guard position, that's not necessarily as reliable a tandem as, say, Travis Frederick and bulked up Connor Williams in year two. Um, and so moving forward, you know, I think Dak Prescott's going to be able to feel more comfortable stepping up into the pocket. He's not going to get players pushed back into him as frequently as he did in 2018, um, which is just going to bode well for the offense and, and for the passing game. Uh Ezekiel Elliott with that interior is going to be able to find more running room or whoever's running the ball behind him. Um, 
because Connor Williams is going to be able to get a bit better, a better push. Uh, Travis Frederick is going to be a better interior player than Jonah Looney was. He's going to be able to get a better push. And then we know Zach Martin's going to do his thing at, at right guard. And so I think the, the interior offensive line is a, a huge improvement um, from what we saw last year without them even having to take a snap. I think week one when they line up against the New York Giants, it's going to be a, a very different looking um, offensive line than we saw last year that seemed to just struggle uh, just to get the run game going uh, at times. You know, the run game was good, uh, but it wasn't great like it was in 2016. Um, you know, we saw in the first half of the season when the Dallas Cowboys didn't have a, a legit wide receiver threat on the outside that the running game just didn't do as well. It didn't get as good a push. Um, and when Connor Williams was kind of still getting his feet wet in the NFL, uh, it just wasn't as effective as a, as a running game. And so, you know, hopefully moving into 2019, you know, with Connor Williams bulking up, Travis Frederick back, hopefully Zach Martin's back to being healthy, that that interior offensive line is going to really help the Dallas Cowboys offense move forward. And, um, you know, moving over to right tackle and Lael Collins, I think, you know, he, he's a player that um, might go underappreciated among Cowboys fans, uh, but he's a really good player. He, you know, he's not the best tackle in the league, um, but it's hard to have two of the best tackles in the league on one team. Uh, but he's a really good player, and, and you know, this next offseason, he's going to get paid like a really good player. He may not set the market at, at tackle, but, um, you know, if, if he hits – is allowed to hit free agency if the Dallas Cowboys don't re-sign him before free agency. I imagine that there are going to be a lot of teams that line up to give Lael Collins a good contract uh, because he's been a reliable player. He, he had, you know, he hasn't been missing games due to injury, um, like several several others on the offensive line have had uh, have been missing. Um, and so, you know, with Lael Collins on that right side, you know, yes, you have a player that isn't perfect. Um, but he's held his own against like Khalil Mack, like he did in 2017. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that plays with good strength. He's got enough athleticism and enough quickness to be able to you know kind of set the edge and get on the outside in the run game. Um, you know, he's got good strength uh, in his hands, and so when he's able to get his hands on on players uh, on defensive ends, he's able to kind of control them and, and keep his base and keep his balance. Um, you know, and so. Lyle Collins, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Connor Williams, Tyron Smith. I think that's an offensive line that you can feel really, really comfortable with going into 2019. Um, you know, those those guys are going to be able to make things happen in the run game. They've got there's a lot of strength and a lot of power and a lot of athleticism and quickness um, that they're going to make things difficult on opposing defensive lines and linebackers. Uh, and you know, getting to the second level is going to be huge for them. And I think you know, with Connor Williams and Zach Martin. Uh, guard and then you know uh, Travis Frederick at center and Tyron Smith and Leo Collins at the tackle positions. You have a really athletic line that um, is going to be able to move downfield quickly and, and allow for the running backs to hit the second level and actually maybe hit some big gains where they might not have been able to do so as much in 2018. Well, uh, let's take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the reserve positions or the backups. Um, who I think are, are really solid as well, guys that could play um, for a lot of teams and, and some guys who could start for a lot of teams. Uh, you're listening to Inside the Cowboys, and we'll be right back.
And we're back here on Inside the Cowboys. Again, my name is John Williams. I'm your host here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams, and you can go to InsideTheStar.com to read my work. And right now we're going to talk about the backup offensive linemen, uh, the guys that are in reserve. And I think they're probably only going to carry about four backups. Um, it's unlikely that they would carry eight. And I think because of the depth at other positions, they probably won't carry 10. Um, and your four backups that we're probably looking at are Cam Fleming, who's going to be your your swing tackle. Uh, he's performed well in, in spot duty. Um, definitely not as good as Tyron Smith, um, but also not nearly as bad as Chaz Green and um, Byron Bell were in 2017. You know, Cam Fleming is a valuable guy. He's a guy that's had Super Bowl experience. He's he's went on that deep playoff run with the New England Patriots uh, back in 2017, and so he's you know he's a guy that you want to have around and you want to have on your roster because with Tyron Smith struggling with injuries each of the last three years, um, you need a guy that can come in and, and take a start in the event that Tyron Smith gets hurt. Um, you know with his with Tyron Smith's back problem, it's likely that he's going to miss some time. Um, each season for the rest of his career just because you know the offensive line is a really hard position to play it's it's difficult on your core and on your back and so we should expect that Tyron Smith will miss a a start or two and so having a player like Cam Fleming um, on your roster to be able to to do those spot starts um, at tackle is is really really valuable Um, you know yes it's going to be a drop-off from Tyron Smith or Leo Collins to Cam Fleming, um, but it's not going to be as significant of a drop off uh, as it was in 2017 when uh, we had to have Chaz Green or uh, Byron Bell starting at left tackle. Uh, at guard, um, we're looking at Joe Looney, or, or uh, Joe Looney, who's got a little bit of guard and center flexibility. Um, he's taken snaps at guard um, in training camps past. Um, but he's probably going to be your primary center. Your your primary backup guard is going to be um, it's going to be Xavier Suofilo and Connor McGovern. Connor, Con- Xavier Suofilo started a lot of games for the Dallas Cowboys last year. Uh, he's a former second round pick of the Houston Texans, who's, and he started some games with them. Um, and he was good at times, um, but he kind of dropped off after a few games. You know, his best game of the season, I think, was the Philadelphia Eagles game. And then from there, he kind of declined, allowing Connor Williams to get his job back. Um, but Xavier Suofilo, again, is a, a, a great depth player to have, similar to Cam Fleming. He's a player that's got a lot of starting experience and someone you don't mind plugging in for a start or two on the offensive line. Uh, and then, you know, if you look at Connor McGovern, he's a third-round pick for the Dallas Cowboys this this past draft um he's got some center guard flexibility he thinks he can play some tackle that remains to be seen um but he he comes highly regarded out of penn state uh with a run game that um, helped saquon barkley to have as much success as he had Uh, and then this past season miles sanders uh, mcgovern started for uh, three or four years at penn state he's got a lot of experience um he looks like he's a strong player and kind of needs to work on some of his footwork and some of his base um, but he looks like he's going to be the future left guard uh, whenever, if if and when uh, Leo Collins has to, you know, moves on because of free agency. Uh, Connor McGovern will slide in at left guard. Connor Williams will move over to right tackle. Uh, and so you got a really nice plan for the future um, if Connor Williams is able to, to do that, if he's able to, you know, kind of step in and fill that left guard position uh, for 2019. Uh, specifically, though, he's going to be a backup guard. He might be your first guard off the bench. They might um, 
try to use him and Xavier Suofilo like at particular positions. Um, you know, ourlads.com currently has Connor McGovern as the backup left guard and Xavier Suofilo as the backup right guard. Um, and so we'll see, you know, I, I think depending on what happens, you know, the offseason um, can change some things. Connor McGovern currently hasn't been practicing. And so uh, he's got to get up to speed, uh, get healthy, get up to speed, uh, learn the offense um, before he's going to be asked to, to be relied upon by the coaching staff. Uh, and that takes us to Joe Looney. I think, you know, Joe Looney is one, is one of the funnier teammates or players on the team. Um, you know, Yes, he's not nearly as good as Travis Frederick, but he was really valuable to the team last year. You know, being able to step in for Travis Frederick, um, make 16 starts, the team win 10 games. You know, Dak Prescott have a pretty good season. Ezekiel Elliott have a pretty good season. I think that just shows a lot of what kind of player Joe Looney is. You know, he could probably start for, you know, some teams in the NFL and I wouldn't say all the teams, but he could start for a few teams in the NFL and to be able to have a guy like that as, as your backup center, as Travis Frederick is still kind of getting readjusted to the NFL life um, and getting adjusted to the physicality of the NFL. If, if for some reason, you know, he doesn't continue to progress uh, because of the Guillain-Barre syndrome, then you've got a valuable guy that you know, and you can, that you can that you know you can rely upon in Joe Looney to come in and make a start or two or even 16 if necessary. You know he's he's a solid player. Um, you know yeah he he's not as good as Frederick, but he, not many centers in the NFL are as good as Travis Frederick was when he was healthy. Uh, and so between Cam Fleming, Connor McGovern, Joe Looney, and Xavier Suofilo, you've got a really, really nice group of backup offensive linemen. Those are the four I think they carry into the regular season on the 53-man roster. Um, and then there, you know, there's some interesting kind of younger guys and Jake Campos, Adam Redmond, who made a spot start last year, um, and Mitch Hyatt. I think those guys are, you know, could potentially push for um, a roster spot along with Brandon Knight and Derek Pooney. Um, but it's going to be a long shot because, you know, they can't only carry so many offensive line. I don't, I don't imagine that they carry 10 um, just because of the depth that they have on the offensive line and like Cam Fleming's ability to play left tackle and right tackle, you know, McGovern's ability to play guard and center, Looney's ability to play guard and center, and then even Connor Williams' ability to, you know, maybe slide over and play right tackle. Uh, if Lael Collins was to get hurt or if you know Tyron and Lael were to get hurt and you needed to use Cam Fleming and Connor Williams at tackle, um, you know, you've, got a, you've got three backups that have good positional flexibility. You know, Xavier Suofilo is kind of the only, like, true guard um, that you're not going to play at center or at tackle. Uh, but the rest of those guys can, can all play multiple positions on the offensive line, you know, and you know, Mitch Hyatt, he's a very experienced guy coming out of Clemson. Um, I think he's a guy that you know they like. Obviously, he was a priority undrafted free agent signing, but I think he's just got an uphill battle um, to make the roster as, you know, the rest of those kind of third and fourth string um, offensive line have. We'll see, you know, what happens in the, the rest of the preseason and training camp. Um, so things could certainly change. You know, one of those guys could really step up and stand out and, um, but I, I doubt that um, the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff would be willing to move on from a guy like Cam Fleming um, as the swing tackle um, because 
the, the team is looking at making a, a potential Super Bowl run. Um, and so, you know, having veterans as your depth is really valuable to a team that has those kind of aspirations. Um, and so I don't imagine that they'll kind of go into the season with uh, rookie undrafted free agents as kind of their primary backups along the offensive line. Well, that'll do it for today's podcast. We appreciate you listening to Inside the Cowboys. Make sure you rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and give us a five star. We need that five star. Um, you know, the, the audience is growing and we really appre- I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to listen. We're going to keep doing these positional previews. We're going to keep uh, bringing on guests to talk about, you know, the, the hot topics of the day. Um, make sure you go listen to the one we had with 105.3 The Fans, Chris Arnold from uh, earlier this week. Uh, it was a great episode. He offered some really, really solid insight about the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we're going to have him back on at some point. So uh, make sure you keep your ears listening to Inside the Cowboys. Follow me on Twitter at John9Williams and go to InsideTheStar.com to catch my work. Have a good day, Cowboys Nation.